All right. Yeah. No. I mean, th th these channels will be synced up together. Fine. We don't have to sync both mics. Okay. Let me bring this down. No, let's 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 keep it like this. Or actually, take your time. We have all night. We have all night. <sighs> you sound like the one of the like snatch characters. <laughs> oh no, we talking, bro. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'll I was thinking, the yeah, yeah, I'm going to do the intro. Okay. I'm not, not going to be an intro. It's just sort of like a whatever. Um, so number one, I was thinking about how you you text me the other day. I was like, man, we love testing more than we actually do love doing something. So why don't we make a testing podcast every week and release it? <laughs> like what, what have we got to lose? We sit up, we test it for an hour to half an hour, right. and then we just publish it and see what happens. That's, right? that's actually a funny idea. And then we can call it the test podcast. Or this is just a test. You know. This is just a test. This is just a test. So working title, you know, we make So what are we like what are gonna be like what are the topics, topics? Whatever we feel like talking about. Today's topic. I was at therapy before I came here. Okay. How so was it? Therapy was in you know, it was therapy. I was getting in my little sort of introspective bag and thinking about what I'm doing with my life and so on and so forth. Yeah. I'm just gonna put my phone over here. And um but one of the things we we're talking about well, one of the many things we're talking about was imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you, because as somebody who works in video full time, creatively full time, but is also freelance and you're trying to find projects. So you're sort of like trying to find this sort of validation to get jobs. You know what I mean? You have to have people trust you. So I was wanted to ask you, when's the last time you felt imposter syndrome and how do you deal with it? Or do do you? Let's, I, I don't let's actually just... know if I've, 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 if I ever like feel like that. Like, what's the proper definition? Mm, see, hold on. That's why I shouldn't have thrown my phone that's, away. Hold that's on. again <laughs> because you always need to like define a term. Because I'm not too sure if I if, if you actually feel imposter syndrome. Yeah. I think it's just because I feel it so often. I just assume everybody feels <laughs> imposter syndrome. <laughs> I'm like, you know, everyone, right? Uh, imposter syndrome. So refers to an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be. So in other words, have you ever gotten a job and gone, fuck, why did they give me this job? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Or like, oh, I'm in over my head a little bit. Or just feel like, oh, I'm about to get caught. I shouldn't be here. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I can relate to, what, like to, to the last things that you just said. Mm -hmm. But I think for sure that I always... I always think about how I'm being perceived as a professional mm -hmm. because I always think that I'm not at the point where I should be or I'm not good enough. So that's imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely something I can relate to. And I have that all the time. But then again, I have um, enough confidence in my craft and in my skills. So I, I always know that I'm good enough for, for the job that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um but I feel like what I have produced to this point is not enough, and it doesn't really show what I can actually do. Like I feel like that's I feel like that's more so it's of not, the problem. It's, it's more not, like the the portfolio that people would ask for. Like every time someone asks me for like some stuff that I've done, I feel like shit, man. The best things that I've done are not on air yet, so I can't show you or like that kind of stuff. So you actually, your thing is that you feel like you haven't been given the right opportunity to be able to show exactly what how much you can actually do. 
Mm. Like you feel like I can do this shit, but I've never had the project or the sort of the opportunity, the right circumstances for you to fully realize your abilities. Um, I, look, I was in therapy. We're about some, to get real there's deep. There's something here. to that. Yeah, there's something to that. But I also think I feel like sometimes I just meet the right people too mm. early. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. It's just like I always. Like life always provides me with these great, with these great like possibility, possibility, possibilities and opportunities and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like it's just sometimes too early because I'm not confident enough with what I already have put out. But yeah, that's, huh. I think that's more like so, some but, of the things that I struggle with. So you were talking about that sometimes you'll be like in a project and there's that feeling of sort of like you... You, you kind of hinted that you kind of have, it's not imposter syndrome in the classical sense of like, oh, I'm about to be caught and I shouldn't be here type of thing. No, but I, there is no that, I, can't, I definitely can't relate to that. You can't relate so to if, that. So if that's imposter, I mean, imposter syndrome, then I can't really relate to that, to be honest. Yeah, I'm going to let you in on a secret. I'm not a therapist, so I actually don't know what the... <laughs> don't tell anybody. Um, but from my understanding, I think you can be kind of broad. You know, it's kind of a range of things. Mm-hmm. And the, what you were saying about what what was it you said before about sort of sometimes when you're a project you feel like you're too early in the project like you the project came too early in your life yeah how do you then because you're in the project now right you have that thought yeah. of like ah if this came like a year later I would be killing the shit even better yeah how do you get past that point to then do what you do best at that point I don't actually worry too much about it to be honest mm. it's like just the first thought is like oh man I wish I was. I wish I was at that point already, mm. but I'm not. And that's definitely something that's always going to be there. That yeah. feeling of like, of like, you could be better with like different, <laughs> different experiences. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say different gear, but uh, you know, so, um, <laughs> um, but as soon as I'm in the project, I'm in the project and I have like enough confidence and believe in my in my skills mm. like i don't think that's that's something that i struggle with as soon as the project starts yeah or as soon as i accept to do it or yeah yeah i think that's the, the key word you just said there was confidence because then even the way that you describe that sort of questioning or not because because not it's not a questioning it's just sort of like you're able to see you have the confidence in your ability to know that it's going to get even better mm-hmm. so you're not sort of going ah oh, i'm not gonna be able to do this you're thinking about oh i could do this better yeah, I, just also, got there also, I think also another point is that I'm completely aware of the fact that I will always get better. And there's just, that's just. Cannot relate to that, that thought process. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that is just something that happens. And there's going to be other opportunities. For there's sure. going to be better opportunities. And the more I do stuff, the more I, but like the more I do stuff or the, the, the more projects I have, uh, the better I will get. So. I don't really worry too much about these things. It's just like I'm sometimes too strict with myself in these projects because I put a lot of uh, expectations mm-hmm. or I have a lot of expect or high expectations for expectations for myself. Right. Um, it's like perfectionism in a way. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely something I've been struggling with <laughs> with all my life. Uh, but I'm I'm getting better. Like I'm right. I can. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the podcast is like the the. <laughs> The, the proof that I'm not getting better, <laughs> but um, like when it comes to different stuff, I'm definitely more comfortable with putting stuff out that's not perfect because because there is no perfect. 
but basically speaking because actually the talking about the perfectionism in the podcast because that's kind of interesting because like the, this podcast thing right we've been trying and trying and trying but i think because it's the thing that we're doing for ourselves yeah there's no like because w- with a client you can go you can detach a bit more right yeah, so you absolutely. can sort of let go and go like well this is what they want i'm gonna do it there's a deadline and absolutely. then it's done 100%. with this we meet up every week yeah, we film something. <laughs> we go. Oh, that looked great. We already have like twelve. Yeah, or or like maybe realistically like eight test episodes in different locations with Absolutely. different lightings Absolutely. and just different topics. Yep, different guests. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, there's nothing I can say. Right. I can but say about we, that. We keep just, just refining it and refining it. Absolutely. So, and this is it. This is the this is the podcast that will finally be released. Oh boy. I don't know how I'm feeling about this. <laughs> yeah, this might be the most honest podcast. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that yeah, you know? That's, that's that's a good point. I mean, why not? Like why well like cuz I I I like cuz you were saying, right? Each time you do a project, you improve. Absolutely. But that so, project the project is out there. Yeah. We're improving. So by the time that this is actually interesting for people to watch and this is like on a consistent basis. The, the first episodes have been like exactly. actual test episodes. Right. And where you can actually test more than just the recording, like circumstances and, and the, 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 the video aspects, the audio aspects, the all that kind settings. of stuff, the technical yeah. settings, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, but you can also test how people react. You can test the important things. Right. Like when you do social yeah. media advertising, you test yeah. and then you go, oh, that worked. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it still went out there. You don't test with the people in the company. Yeah. You do it. You pay some money and you do a little social media advertising. You go, okay, that worked or that didn't work. Yeah. But it's out there. It is. It's out there. We need reaction. We need to test yeah, the that's, orders. That's, that's the only thing that really has to be done. It has to be put out there. That's that's basically it. Yeah. That's that perfectionism like blocking <laughs> because it's it's your baby. It's our baby. Yeah. It's, the name is on it. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. Like with a client, as you said, you have, you can basically not give a fuck about it um, as long as the client is happy. Right. But we're the client. We're never happy. Yeah. That's a tough one. Like that's, that's probably why some artists like musicians or like whatever artists uh, struggle with or or take ages to to put out new albums and that kind of stuff. Because like... I don't. I, I'm. Tr- I'm trying to think. Because you what, set the bar so high for yourself. Well, that was what I was about to say. Like, is it harder to put the first thing out, or is it even more? Like, is it even worse? Sort of, you've put something out, so now you have to exceed what you've done. So now there's other expectations right. to live up to, not with, only yours. With the weekly, but that's podcast, also that's yeah. It's a little different. You don't have to go like every week has to be True. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just has to be like over the year. Have I been better than the year before? I mean, and probably every episode is going to be better in some way. In than some way. So before. Not I mean, to everybody and not always. Yeah, sure. But we'll be happy with some and some people will be happy with others and we won't like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Sort of, yeah, that's that's very true. That's how it goes. That is very, very true. So I was um, thinking about the the podcast as, every, as always. Right. <laughs> um. But I was thinking about this other format where I have like meetings with other filmmakers, right? And it's mm-hmm. it's probably going to be a German, yeah, a German yeah, uh, format. But then 
I still don't have a name for it. I'm thinking about like something basic like Unterfilmemachern or Unterfilmmakern. So German just or, isn't catchy for titles, is it? Yeah, it just doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't sound good. That's that's very true. Or um, I was also I was also thinking about a name like Behind the Scenes or mm-hmm. or um, Making of Podcast because it's basically just talking to people that are living behind the scenes making of or working behind the scenes um so the making of podcast or something like that um and i have i had so many great topics that came to my mind mm-hmm. so many of them and i can i can read out yeah, some. yeah let's let's hear them um and i already have like the thing is just finding people is not going to be as easy as i thought because some people are very careful with putting themselves in front of the camera ah. i didn't think of that because i'm just i'm just, the thing with me is i'm i always end up in front of the camera yeah. so i have like so many jobs where i get booked to be in front of the camera you're a model like yeah my main job is behind behind the camera right so uh i didn't even think of that but when do you also think that maybe some people are reluctant to go on camera or to talk about certain things because they're protective about what yeah. they know yeah uh, no i don't actually think that because everyone that has earned where they are mm-hmm. um knows that it's not easy to like replicate right i think it's more about um being seen by potential clients or ah, and they don't like, want to like talk exactly, shit about exactly mm. that's one thing like uh talk shit about stuff but then also you don't want you have like a certain image that you always are kind of protective of when it comes to certain clients like if right. if, if there is a client for an example that wants hotel videos and you want to to be perceived as a very serious guy as a as a potential um potential person to work with yeah. for them um you don't want to present yourself in like a funny way because that's something that's mm. not as yeah it's like, sort of like almost like what influencers have to be careful about what they post on Instagram because yeah, potential yeah, yeah. partners could then sort of look at them and be like, oh, yeah, and I was fuck? not really aware of that point. Um, but I asked a friend who's like the best person to to talk with mm-hmm. uh, about like filmmaking stuff, about equipment, about everything. We just we could just spend hours of talking. But he said like he doesn't feel too comfortable about being in front of the camera and he doesn't want to know also the people that he's with in the industry to know too much about what he would talk to me with uh, about tricky. to me with whatever you know you know yeah I mean. no i know i know what you're saying um, so let me just read out some topics okay so um i'm just gonna continue in german at this point because yeah. i wrote all of them down <laughs> in german um also this erste is geld verdienen als filmemacher because i think that's an interesting thing because yeah. there's so many things that you can do uh, in order to earn money, there's like so many different ways of generating income as a filmmaker. Aber ich wäre halt daran interessiert, zu darüber zu reden, wie das mit den einzelnen Gästen war. So was, at which point did you start like the individual making parts, money? Like where, where yeah. did, cause, also because it would be interesting to see the different types of roles they have in the industry and how that changes how they make their money, right? Absolutely. So somebody who works in lighting versus someone who works in sound how that changes yeah yeah their, exactly yeah, yeah also what like at what point were yeah. you actually making money right. like so wann dachtest du hast du das erste mal gemerkt okay jetzt verdiene ich geld so and right. not just peanuts but right um you can make a living of make what a living doing. right not just earning money but yeah um another topic is 
die Kunst des Nein-Sagens. Because Ooh. when you start out with stuff, man. You just say yes you to everything. You just say yes to everything and you regret it right, right away. Like I think that's almost every time. And I feel like that's just something. When you reach the point where you can actually say no, you've 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 had a long way to get there like that's and that's not just filmmaking that's just that's, creative that's, in, that's, in general yeah that's basically just freelancing yeah whatever whatever you're doing but that's um that's an interesting one and i would also want to talk to the different filmmakers about what what made them say no at one point right how many bad experience that they have to go through in order to say no or allow themselves to say no that's i think that's an interesting one And um, it connects back to the money thing as well, mm -hmm. because uh, I think very often it's once you've started making enough money where you can survive, you don't need to say yes to the shitty yeah, projects yeah. just for that little extra bit of cash. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Then um, another another one is uh, shoot stuff versus editing stuff, like because some people prefer the shooting, yeah. the whole onset experience. Others like to just spend all of the time in front of the in front of the in front of their macbooks or, or imacs or, or right, the computers monitors. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just completely apple yeah. uh, <laughs> can you tell our allegiance <laughs> <laughs> um then there was just this typical typical thing um about photography analog versus digital oh yeah because i'm just basically only shooting analog pictures mm. since i met mary yeah, yeah. um and It is it is just a very interesting debate, or not not even a debate. It's just I think it's interesting to just um, talk about the differences and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's like the only photography one. I was going to say that's kind of like goes out of the film and sort of just goes yeah, into one. Yeah, yeah. But I know a lot of filmmakers that also like are the Venn diagram. There's the, a lot yeah, of overlap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but you could, I mean, you could technically technically also talk about uh, uh, analog filming. Uh, but that's just something that not a lot of people do because it's just so much more expensive. It's only the upper, 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 upper tier. People. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like some, some do like little pieces of Super 8 stuff, but that's mm -hmm. already like three minutes. It's like a film is like 80 euros or something. Yeah, yeah. And then developing it is even more. Forget so it's about not it. really worth it. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, if it's worth it, that's in the eye of the beholder, but still. Uh, that's the point of the podcast. So then <laughs> another another episode or topic is equipment kaufen versus equipment meeting. Ah, that's I had a long talk with Janus about that um, because we've been investing into buying, like we bought a lot of equipment, which allowed us to have certain jobs, which allowed us to do certain things. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously we don't have the, always the best tool for the job right. right the right tool for the job um which is which is a disadvantage but i'm pretty happy with choosing that route um but there's just there's a lot of a lot of arguments before and also yeah um, against i would it. i would be interested to hear that one because that's something i'm dealing with right now at work mm -hmm. as well with like buying cameras or renting lenses and this that yeah. and the third it's sort of like yeah i mean yeah because then that, that's kind of i think it would be interesting if you talk to certain people from different sort of Not in, like that approach to work with film from different perspectives, right? So mm -hmm. an agency, for example, where I work, whether it makes sense for them to rent if, if film is not their only focus versus a, yeah, a film production yeah. company. You know what I mean? Yeah, People absolutely. from different perspectives, yeah. I think would be, yeah, I mean, it depends on sort of how much you're, you're invested. Yeah. It means how much you invest in the equipment. Yeah. I think that's a very interesting one. Yeah. Um, then you also have the topic, 
die besten Investitionen als Filmmaker. So, mm. looking back, we've bought so much shit. So, what are actually the things that are worth investing in? Um, and that I think is also something that is probably a lot of it is the same for many different filmmakers, but mm -hmm. also for for different people, it's like different things at, at times. So, yeah. um, I think that's an interesting one. Then also, what's the next one? What makes a good story? Because you always say you always say story is key. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what equipment you use. It doesn't matter how you film. Whatever is like. The key thing the is always story, the story, the narrative, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that doesn't only, uh, uh, that's not only when it's about uh, narrative filmmaking, but also when it's about like commercial stuff, because yeah. there always needs to be a story. So what makes a good story? And that's right. like, I would like to talk to someone that's, uh, that's maybe doing the narrative stuff because it's, uh, he has, or she has the, the experience with basically just creating stories and that's right. like their main thing. Um, yeah. it would be, be interesting as well to talk about how like even if you think about something like the, the narrative of a movie trailer and how that's tra changed yeah, right? so yeah. now you have a trailer in the trailer yeah that could be that could be just like a subtopic of that episode yeah. um, and I also think like all these episodes can be like 20 minutes or something you know that's that's like the perfect <laughs> yeah. length um, but they could also be their own podcast <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> you know? absolutely uh, and you could also like just have another or make another episode on that if people reacted exactly you know. follow it up um, exactly uh so then the next one is film studieren i give that's not sin so does it still makes does it still make sense to uh does it still make sense to to study, study it, like classically film? or and there's a lot of reasons actually not that many reasons for it but a lot of them against it, but it still makes sense because of the networking. That's what I That's say, yeah. the main thing. Yeah. Um, so you could basically have that episode in like one minute, but you could also talk 20 minutes or exactly. an hour exactly. about it. Um, then, Fehler, die man machen muss, versus Fehler, die man vermeiden kann, because I feel like there's just certain things that you can avoid, but there's also certain mistakes that you have to live through. Right. Because you because you learn from it. Uh, for an example, um, things that you could avoid avoid are the whole office stuff, like the the tech stuff. You can avoid that. You don't have to. You don't oh, have like to, the bureaucracy of exactly like exactly the yeah, bureaucracy. Yeah, 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 you don't yeah, have yeah. to go through that because you know that it's gonna <laughs> gonna fuck you up if you don't take care about it properly. Um, but then again. Like from from an artistic perspective, you will have to make uh, mistakes in order to learn from it. A hundred percent. But still, I think there's a lot of mistakes that you don't have to do. So I, I think that would be an interesting one. Um, then, like, what is the best editing software? Uh. There's so <laughs> many reasons why you would choose. Actually, not too many reasons why you would choose um, Adobe. Then DaVinci. Well, I think you've made your argument pretty yeah, clear already. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's. I would probably just talk about the three, like DaVinci, yeah. Final Cut, and, and um, Premiere. Um, But I also think then that would be interesting if you had more than one person 
other person to talk about or it a person that switched between them or well, has experience has been editing video from for different things right because yeah. somebody who works with a lot of motion graphics might say mm, that's, you know what I've, that's the thing that, that's 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 like basically the only thing that right it's, it's after effects premiere yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. um that'd be interesting uh then we're at 25 minutes by the way already oh okay um yeah, I'll just no, no, the list, the list no, 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 on, bro. Keep going. Um, I mean, okay. pick out pick out the ones you think are would be highlights. Okay, I mean, okay, music videos drehen, hustle, because it's it, it doesn't pay, but it's kind of like it's it's not. You never get the money that you would have to get for the yeah, job. The time invested is exactly. Not pay out. It's yeah, but it's again. Then it's something that you can invest a lot of passion into that you have a fun a ton of fun with you can get more creative exactly um also the the process is usually more more relaxed compared to um actually no that's that's not true <laughs> anyways <laughs> okay so is there ever a relaxed process in filmmaking <laughs> uh yeah actually there is um there you go that, 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 gonna, that, that's that's an episode yeah, right there you're going to get into that right now um <laughs> Doesn't happen very often, but it happens sometimes. It's possible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so then I would love to talk uh, to a gaffer, like someone that mm-hmm. that's um, all into the light, lighting and all that kind of stuff, because lighting is everything um, and you always hear it. But I would love to talk about like some techniques and stuff um, about lighting. Uh, then that's an interesting one. Uh, Arbeit auslagern versus alles selber machen. Mm, so, yeah. what actually makes sense to? When does it make sense to get people to, to delegate, do stuff yeah. exactly to delegate the work? Uh, and what should you always do yourself? Or what? What are you comfortable with giving up? Yeah. Or that, that's I think that's, that's an interesting one also because it varies so much. I think there are certain people that that would never let someone else edit. Right. But then again, there's other people that would always let other people so edit. Like, as long as I've shot the footage, exactly. then you can edit as much as you yeah, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, uh, like, an Unterhaltung zwischen einem klassischen Kameramann für TV, like TV-Kameramann, mm-hmm. und einem jungen DIY-Filmmaker, basically, yeah. which I am. Um, I think that would be very interesting because the whole, the whole, the whole um, industry has changed so much. It would be very interesting to talk about someone that has went through the like the classical way of becoming a cameraman in that sense. Right. Whereas now it's, there's a lot more stuff to it, but it's different. Yeah, because then you sort of, it'd be interesting to compare sort of like the the, the most necessary skills. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like yeah. for him, it might have been, or her, it might have been like the, the thing that I picked up that has helped me the whole time is this thing. You'd be like, I've never done that in all my yeah, job. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that would absolutely. be interesting. Yeah, yeah that, that's an interesting one. Then also, um, many people travel because of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. I would love to have an episode where we can talk about like just basically traveling, like what has filmmaking allowed you to experience or allowed you to do like what were right. the nicest places you got to see because right. of filmmaking um then net networking how how does it go like what are the how do you how do you build a network yeah and how do you also have the energy if you're not that kind of a person to mm. network or what are like the building easy a network as an introvert it or 
Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, uh, well, let me know when you find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I also need to find out. Yeah. Um, yeah, then I could like talk um, about the whole process of building a company uh, with someone that has, that's at a different point. Um, mm -hmm. That's an interesting one. Uh, also, bureaucracy as a freelance filmmaker. That's another one. I'm not going to get into Especially in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Forget <laughs> about it. Um, you know what would be interesting? I don't know how many more you have on the list, but I think an interesting... I'll um, start oh, 10 maybe. You got Okay, well, then I'm going to jump in. because yeah. uh, would be... I don't know if that's a direction you want to go in, but sort of like representation behind the scenes, right? Sort of like versus in front of the camera versus behind the camera. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's sort of like a, a, a route that you'd want to go, but I feel like that would be an interesting one. Yeah, that's one. definitely an interesting one. Let me actually write that down. There you go. There you go. Representation. Behind the camera. Behind the camera. Because... Um, it's something that I also saw like Kike posted about just the yeah, other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a couple of conversations about that um, because it's definitely something that um, that gets overlooked a lot because mm -hmm. it's not being because it's not seen. seen. Exactly. It's behind the camera. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's all. Also, something where you can see that people don't really care about actually changing something, but being perceived as as people that change right. them. Okay. Ein Kurzfilm drin. Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm I'm thinking about shooting a short film. I've been thinking about it so long, and yes. I, I'm looking forward to it. I've I've always like wrote some stuff, but there's I haven't I haven't had this concept or the story that was like worth recording for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or worth uh, creating a film around for me. Uh, workflows to save time, Ooh. like efficient working as a filmmaker mm -hmm. that's an interesting one that could be a, a series in itself yeah absolutely. like tutorials yeah that's... yeah true um then also the most overlooked roles on a set like because always like when you send out offerings or like uh um yeah basically your, your prices for a whole production to a client they're always mm -hmm. like why, why why do we need like eight different people on set for this like tiny job mm -hmm. yeah well because there's something that needs to t someone that needs to take care of the lighting because that's it that's basically the most important thing <sighs> guess what audio is even more it's it's almost even more important than the video like usually it is then there's sometimes a focus puller there's yeah. like first ac second ac whatever um so that's uh or someone that basically just takes care of the, the schedule like that's Always something that's uh, an organized shoot is the best shoot. Mm -hmm. Once that's in chaos, that, then exactly. that budget is going to be ten. Someone times. has to like be in touch with the people. Naming's coming. Well, then we'll just end the podcast right yeah. there. All right, that's it. Boom. <laughs> bye bye. bye.